There's no time like the present to welcome everybody to the world's greatest action sports podcast, a.k.a. the Monday Mass, also known as an action sports podcast about nothing. Are we I am it? Chris Cote. Hi. I didn't realize Who we were, are you? I didn't realize we were doing this. My name is Todd Richard. That was one of the most official starts we've ever had. I know, and that's why I wasn't ready. You're like, what the for, hell is he I, talking about? Usually what I do is I go live. Are you, do you want to go live? I'm going to. Well, we'll wait for you. How do you do it again? You just go live. Okay. Just hit live on the phone. Okay, cool. Here we go. Wow, we've got a big show going on today. Big, God. big show. Um, this, oh, you need something? Nope, I don't need you shit. got something? I don't need Johnny shit. Johnny, uh, Johnny, Johnny uh, Hammer Sticks is going to hold Todd's phone. The Monday Mass with Chris Cote and Todd Richards, May 15th, 2023. On this episode of the World's Greatest Action Sports Podcast, Chris and Todd will talk about stuff various things chris let's start we're gonna it. we're gonna do this ad block this uh, no wait this, what this is the pre-ad block conversation you know just jump into the ad block you oh know, i didn't have, like have a, that on my script you have like a pre I, pre-block so you know how like the, there's like those things that you that show up in social media like more more specifically twitter where it's like this is the you know post something that like freaked you out as a kid yeah so i saw one today okay and it's it resonated with me. What what movie scene fucked you up as a kid, and like continues to fuck you up as a kid, uh, as an adult? Like it, it it traumatized you so badly as a child that it still like lingers. I have two that come to mind immediately. the The scene in Indiana Jones where the 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 guys kidnap. Uh, Indy's girl in mm-hmm. the market. I used to have reoccurring nightmares of being kidnapped. Really? In, in the same way of being thrown in a basket <laughs> and carried away from my mom. Yes. That was one. And then the other one, uh, I would say kind of a, uh, this is a mix. You've got m- many of the scenes in Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've got Alien where the we see the, the alien burster. come out of the chest, uh, the original That's, chest explosion. So, so those are three that have I messed me up for life. My er, like my earliest one is Wizard of Oz and the fucking flying monkeys and the witch. They they messed you up, dude. Like as a child, like as like a like a five year old. So wait, when were you born? Because that came that movie came out in like nineteen forty two. But it's like. <laughs> They, it's you it, weren't at like the movie theater. No, I didn't go to the theater to see it. Okay, this is on TV. Or yeah, something. like that screwed me up. And then The Exorcist, where like her head spins around. Yeah, the head. Those vomit. are like two, like two. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting because some people were like putting, um, like, not never ending story. What's the, Legend? You know that one, Legend? I think with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait. Was Tom Cruise in Legend? Yeah. Is that the one where the horse is in the mud and it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And like, there's like is that a, no Atreyu is never ending story. Atreyu. Atreyu. Oh yeah. What's the one with like the the white horse is like drowning in the mud? Legend. Okay. And then like it's the, like the, the unicorn. That like you think about that and oh yeah, time bandits fucked me up too. But time like bandits. But that legend movie, it's got some really. It's like billed as like a kids movie, but there's like fucked up shit in that. Like yeah. the devil at the end. Is crazy looking. With his dick. What? Oh, you don't... I'm thinking of a different devil. I don't Big know. Big red. 
<laughs> Clifford the Big Red Penis. The Monday Mass is presented by Rationale. At Rationale, the world's greatest uh, non-alcoholic craft beverage, four flavors, New England that you should try. It's really good. I'm still trying to figure uh, out how you said dick when I was like talking about a devil. The devil's dick. The devil's brass penis it, is that a saxophone? saxophone. Yeah, there you go. I just, I don't know. I, I thought I remembered that scene as the devil revealing himself to Tom Cruise with his dong and a horse or something. I could be wrong. Anyway, Rationale is the best craft non-alcoholic beer. Four flavors to choose from. You've got the Mexican lager. You've got the IPA. You've got the uh, the, the the kind of you know tangy, hoppy one. You, you you've got uh, you've got them all to choose from. And and we we had a bunch of people try them at the Lucating over the weekend at a little festival up here. Every single person loved them. Rationale is the best. Hanson Surfboards at Hanson Surfboards. OGs in the game. Past, present, and future. They have everything you need, Todd. Tell me about your underwear, Todd. And you can get these underwear at Hanson, by the way. My underwear are Beneath Apparel. Always. BN3TH. At BN3TH. They are great underwear. Just underwear. I'm wearing jeans today. Like, I tried. Today's like a jean. I I haven't worn jeans in like. You are in jeans. I haven't worn jeans in four years. Don't like it. Todd's jeans. I'm not. There's a reason why I haven't worn jeans. But. But could, the underwear. Could you imagine not wearing beneath the pair of underwear now at this point after wearing them for this long? No, they're great. I can't. I can't either. They're great. I've worn some com- competing brands and I'm not feeling them. Yeah, throw them away. You ever wore jean underwear? <laughs> jean on jean, Jort, jorts underwear. No, we always wear beneath. Pedal Electric at Pedal Electric. These are the best e-bikes in the business. All of our sponsors are the best, including Bubs Naturals, Collagen, MCT Brain Oil, uh, Hydration. These are all things that we use to extend our active lifestyles. That's the simplest terms. I don't know the science behind these things, but it works, Todd. Mm-hmm. Like Bachan's natural, look at Bachan's natural Japanese barbecue it's sauce. Natural. Is look, it natural? Naturally occurring. In That's nature. a nice hoodie. It's a good hoodie, huh? You get a new hoodie, huh? Bachan's has merch, dude. Did, did they send you two of those or just no? Just one. Just one. No, I got this a long time ago. Okay. But uh, yeah, Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. We used it last night. On what? Uh, we made chicken katsu. For Mother's Day? Yes. Did you make the mother of your children cook the no. chicken katsu? Or what the you hell kind it? of Mother's Day is that? I'm just asking, dude. I don't know. Sometimes some mothers are treated to double the workload on Mother's Day. Mm, that like, was... Oh, you're so good at being a mother? Mm-hmm. Well, now you have more to do. It's a bunch of bullshit. Panic um, and coffee and tea? Panic and coffee tea just came from there. Did uh, you have enough? I did. When's it gonna kick in? What are you talking about? I'm up. I'm up here, and you're here. All right. This caffeine wise. Stop. New greens. New greens. And pure prescriptions. Both of them. Both of them. Uh, I don't know how anything gets done at that business because the owner's out there surfing with me in the morning. Well, I sent. Uh, I sent a video to New Greens and Pure Prescriptions. Uh, basically, he, celebrating. Devin the f- walks the walk. He does walk the walk. I was celebrating the fact that. I haven't been sick since I started my daily routine of pure prescriptions, immune, mm-hmm. uh, multivitamins, uh, perfect immune, zinc, and vitamin D. Those four, two, mm-hmm. two of each, I believe. I, I, re- I haven't been sick in like six months. Six feet to stop the spread. Oh, wait, is six, it two weeks? Six vitamins, seven vitamins to stop the, the thing. Diecutstickers.com. You know we've got them. How do we get them to you? 
Yeah. Who wants them? If you guys come We've here, got a it makes it way easier stickers. if you guys just like come here. If you just like wave Todd off the freeway, mm-hmm. pull over. He'll come. All right, go. What else we got? Uh, we got surf news brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Todd, the Boost Mobile Pro at Snapper Rocks was sick. Waves were good. I watched a lot of it. I, I can honestly say, and I've said this before, I think the Challenger Series events, when there's waves and when you have the highest level of competitors, are more entertaining than championship tour events. Well, I think that's that, what I think. I don't know why. Entertainment. I don't know why Snapper Rocks isn't on the CT anymore. How so? As a regular footer who likes dreamy, fun waves, the dreamiest of dreamy, yeah, relatable surfing. I mean, almost zero consequence surfing. Have you? You, you could s- fall on your board. You've and surfed stuff, there, but right? These waves are just buttery. You've surfed there, right? I've surfed there. I've paddled there. I've been snaked there. I've, I've. Is the crowd? The crowd is that bad, huh? The cr- it's probably one of the gnarliest crowds in the world, because. At most breaks, mar- let's say most marquee spots around the world, you know, Malibu, Rincon, uh, Jeffrey's Bay, I would mm-hmm. assume, you know, like big breaks, you're going to have about half the crowd that probably doesn't know necessarily what they're doing. But you go to Snapper, you go to a lot of spots in Australia. Everybody rips. There's like 90-year-old dudes out there doing full snaps. That's so And sick. nine-year-olds. You got a nine-year-old girl... Dropping in on you doing a big old air, and then you got a 90-year-old dude dropping in on her doing a big old snap. So this is everybody rips. Uh, and everybody was ripping in that event. It was super fun to watch. I, I feel like just seeing that mix-up of styles, you got four unique surfers in the water from all over the world. So you're going to see a different surfing, mm-hmm. and you're going to see a lot of surfing. So you have more repetition and waves being ridden, which I love. Um, of course, you have the the location. It was sunny. I mean, it was what, perfect. How do you describe that? Super the good. color of the water, just um, vibrant blue, a, uh, azure, azure. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. It was beautiful. It was awesome. um, and everybody, everybody was ripping. We saw some new names rising up. You know what I did see? I saw early on in the early rounds. I watched. Uh, I haven't really heard very much of Hiroto Ohara since he won. The U.S. Open. The U.S. Open, like, yeah. years ago. About the had, cars. Yeah. But I watched him surf one of the early heats. Dude, he is, like, his form is, like, yeah. impeccable. The, Surfed really well. The the well of surfers, male and female, runs so deep, and it's very evident when you watch these Challenger Series events. Um, you got Sammy Pupo and India Robinson winning uh, men's and women's. They were both just going off. No easy heats throughout this whole thing. Uh, here's some of the other standouts that made it pretty obvious that they should most likely get to or belong on the championship tour. E. Mike Duvall, Crosby Colapinto, Jet Schilling, Edgar Grogia, Grogia, Jorgen Kuzene, Jacob Wilcox, Emrod. And for the women, I mean, Steph Gilmore on her new dark arts board. I like my dark arts board now. You like it now, yeah. okay? See, I need finally you got waves. Now I like it. Yeah. I think the, the dents are a little bit bigger. Yeah, so it was it was just announced right before this Challenger Series event that Dark Arts and DHD are now working together. That means uh, we get to uh, take we get to bring Steph to the dark side, and she was ripping on her Dark Arts DHD. Other surfers that were fun to watch: Sawyer Limblad got second. Sally Fitz, nice, nice form. 
Bahin Fierro, Nixie Ryan, a new name to me. Sierra Kerr was absolutely ripping. She only the only reason Sierra Kerr got knocked out of that event is because she went up against Stephanie Gilmore, who was on her new Dark Arts DH. Right, but also like I heard that it was it wasn't like it wasn't that drastic. Like yeah, Steph definitely oh, no. taking this one. No. It was like Sierra was putting the putting the squeeze on her. Yeah, Sierra's not a novelty anymore. She's not a kid that rips. She is a full force in competitive surfing. We always knew how good she was at airs and all that, but she is now a contest killer. And she, along with all those other names that we listed, are now heading over to Narabeen, a.k.a. North Nara, mate. How come it's okay for us, or is it okay for us to be doing um, Australian accents? Is it, though? I don't know. Who says it's okay? I don't know. I hope it's okay. May 17th through the 24th, the Challenger Series heads to Nara. This is a left kind of left wedge. And it's called the GWM Sydney Surf Pro. So that's where the Challenger Series peeps are heading. The CT surfers will be headed to the Basin. The Surf Ranch Pro is up next. The field of men has been culled to the top 20. And this is now a calculated sprint to the final five for the women. They have been cut to 10. Your top five men going into the uh, Surf Ranch Pro Joao, Felipe, Robbo, Griff, Ethan Ewing, John John Medina right behind him. Uh, for the women, Tyler Wright's in the top spot. Carissa, Molly Picklum, Caroline Marks, Katie Simmers with Steph and Tati and Lakey right there in the mix. Jack Robinson will be back after an injury. So the question is, will these surfers finally take advantage of this high-tech wonder does Kelly get and a, do something? Does Kelly get a um, wild card for that one? Yeah. He does. Well, he got a wild card for the rest of the year. Okay. Uh, do you think any of these surfers will take advantage of this high tech wonder and actually do some tricks? Will well, they do some stuff? What's the point if they don't? Exactly. I mean, the whole. You know, you people, know well, my, people, you know my opinion on this on the surf ranch. It's a novelty. Well, people complain about it, and I think that's the surfer's fault. What is? Well, it's uh, here, I, here. Here's why I see it as twofold. This wave is designed for people to get barreled. It's a perfect wave, turn, air, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think that putting it this late in the year on the calendar basically strips away a lot of the opportunity that we have for surfers to innovate and try new things because th they need results. So I Oh, so think, you don't think anyone's going to take a risk? I don't think there's going to be a lot of risk-taking. Maybe early on, I hope. But, you know... I saw a few waves at Snapper that if you would take that wave and put it in the at the surf ranch, it would be insane. Like alley oop, snap, frontside air. You know, like I saw a lot of combos like that. So bring those combos to the ranch, people. Yeah, but the do thi something. The thing is, though, the surf ranch is like so predictable. It's like, okay, well, here comes the barrel section. They're gonna stall in the barrel. How long are they in the barrel? Can I see? Oh, I just see their nose, and they're gonna come out of the barrel, and they're gonna do one snap. And then maybe a wrap to finish it off. Maybe they did a reverse at the top. It's just so predictable. Well, it's like, how how could they fix that? But if, if the judges, had I don't know. A meeting? It's, the way that I look at it is, it's kind of like I compare it to like when snowboarding got real fucking stale. When it was like, here's the FIS uh, qualifying slope style course. It's three jumps, two rails. Everyone's gonna do the same fucking shit. Right. And it's just boring. There's no like room for you to like 
Be creative. Be creative. And, and it's not like the ocean's going to give you weird, you know, how the ocean can kind of sometimes give you double ups and weird yeah. sections. It's not going to do that. So it's like you're basically just looking at who's going to do the most predictable surfing on the predictable section. Well, I remember a couple years ago before the event started, Griffin Colapinto had a wave on on video. He did like, he did a snap, blew his tail, and came down and was going backwards. Yeah, and then faking, got, one got barrel, barrel. Yeah, came, came out. Yeah. That That's type cool. of shit should be rewarded. It's so. very, it's very rare though. Yeah, I, I think if the judges like put their feet down and just said, "Look, you're not gonna win. Just get weird. If you do the same turn in the same barrel. What about like get weird. what about like falls don't count." Like if you if you really want to push a progression, right? Like so everyone, so if you if you're looking at a, a, a like a judging criteria that like w- what we want to do here is we want to push the envelope of surfing, and we right. have this state this this wave that is the same every single time. It's going to give you guys a section. Let's say you try something crazy, land that, and fall in the next turn. You know what I mean? Like because you've landed it, and like let's say like. Griffin Colapinto comes out, does this crazy snap, blows his tail out, comes yeah. in reverse, gets a barrel, kind of comes out of the barrel, you know, goes into the barrel switch, comes out normal, and then like falls on a cutback. Like you shouldn't be like, don't dock anybody. Like th- that would give people the incentive to like push, to push a little harder. Like if it was more of a jam and they got more. Not a waves. jam because a jam doesn't really jams don't like work. But I mean, you know, like. Because in how it exists now is like you get two waves, right? But you, okay, and you so don't want to waste a wave. But what if you structured it like you've got? You know how like they structure it with like a session there, where like there's somebody inside you. So if you fall, they some can the go. person can pick up and like run with the rest of your wave. Oh, and like it's stacked. Yeah, like they're stacked heaps. and overlap. So like you can steal the heat from somebody if you know if they fall. I like that. Yeah, so it puts a little bit more of like a. I don't know, like a little bit more excitement. Like you can't fall. Don't yeah. freaking fall. Don't surf this thing safe. But you also, if you fall, he has a chance to steal. Right. It's kind of like a game show. Yeah. I, no, I like that. And I think they, they, they are. There are changes in the works to the format, which I, I also don't know exactly it, sh- it yet. shouldn't be on the. I mean, that should be a high dollar contest by itself. Yeah. That yeah, shouldn't no, I have that. points. An invitation type of thing. Yeah. Where you get. To have like here's the deal. Chip Wilson versus Ethan Ewing. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, we're on to something here. Cool. But either way, it's happening, and you can buy tickets now. Uh, it's it's a good place to see these surfers up close. And I if you buy know. tickets, you just need to know that you are not going to surf the wave pool, even though you you're in the ground. You can swim in the lake next door to it. The leeches and sup in it. Um, no, mm. not that I know of. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Swell season is here. And today was it feels like it was opening day on South Swell it, season. It was kind of opening day on South Swell season. I did, I, I I forget. I just was on YouTube this morning on my TV at home, and I popped something on that said South Swell season. It was a Surfline static cam, but it was switching back and forth from like lowers to wherever you know. It was just switching to a bunch of breaks. It was pretty mm-hmm. cool, and then that led me down a path of surfing ASMR. Have you ever seen that? It's just Big beautiful waves from all over, and there's they have, gentle there's a, music there is in the a background. surfing ASMR. Yeah, my favorite surfing cool. ASMR is not an intentional surfing ASMR. It's surfers of Bali 
YouTube. I watch that too, dude. It's like it's just the, I watch that. It's too. just the natural sounds. And you watch people surf Karamas, and you get to see and uh, they look so happy. Rio Aida just fuck that place up. There's so many good kids yeah. that that are coming out of that zone. Yeah, and, it's fun to watch, and it's just fun to watch. I don't know. I want to surf there, but I don't really want did to you, travel there. Did you see the meme that showed like the, the various beanies? I think it was Kook of the Day. Yes. So Santa, name this beanie. That's like Santa Cruz. All right. And then we go, what's this? What's that beanie? That's the Newport. Ventura? Oh, yeah. Ventura. I guess I, yeah. The Encinitas one is a straight yarmulke. That? It's like doesn't there's like applies no heat. I never head. know how to wear my beanie. Anyway, uh, sad news, but a great time to reflect and celebrate an absolute icon of surfing, Dane Kialoha, uh, surfing icon known for his power, prowess, and innovation. When I was a kid growing up, when you thought of who is the gnarliest Hawaiian surfer out there, Dane Kialoha came up on that that. Top of that list, more often than not. 64 years old, uh, he passed away peacefully with his family after a battle with cancer. Uh, survived by his mom, two brothers, four sons, three daughters, two grandchildren. His professional career was interesting because he was always known as the guy at Backdoor. Um, he actually invented the pig dog tube stance. Really? Yeah, so I did he not invented know that. that way to ride the barrel. Listen to that, kids. Um, so obviously, you know, changed surfing in many different ways. Always considered one of the greatest Hawaiian surfers, if not one of the greatest surfers of all time. Um, so do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube today, a- after after this show, of course. And check out some Dane Kilo footage. I know Wave Warriors has a lot of great Dane stuff in it. And just, yeah, we, we, we lost a, a giant of surfing. And I wouldn't say underappreciated because everybody knows that Dane was the man. Uh, what else we got? You see Slater surfing the Waikai standing wave on Oahu. I'm, I'm so fascinated by this wave. I want to. I want to ride it. I want. I mean, it looks. I, I DM'd Nathan Fletcher posted some stuff a little while yeah, ago. Yeah, Nathan was on the session. Ross Williams, Slater. Nathan. I DM'd Nathan. I'm like, is it like Laser. surfing like the old flow rider? And they're like, uh, and he's like, no, it's more like surfing kind of like a river wave. Like you do get more traction. You remember the flow rider was like, you were just slipping. Flow rider, I would say is way more like skimboarding and snowboarding. Kind of. Because of what you're doing with your edge. Right. But this is like you, you engage the fins and can like. Yeah, this is more. I want to try it. I think flow, like flow rider is more horizontal where this is more. Forward facing, yeah, because you have to. St- You're going like, yeah. like that, whereas Flowrider, you know, yeah. But that that wave isn't is pretty cool because it looks there's a section that you there's like a thing that raises in the middle to yeah. create an air section too. Is that what they're ollieing off? Yeah, it's like it. Damn. You can see it. It's this like little patch in on some of the other you know when when the general public is is riding it, and it just raises, and what it does is just kicks the wave up in the middle right there. So you can It's like a curb cut. Yeah, it's like a curb. It's pretty sick. Shane Beshin, would you like the Monday Mass to yes. broadcast from Waikai? Shane, please, for the love of God. Um, lastly, in surf news, Italo Ferreira is in Stab on the Dark. It's pretty sick. 
And for more reasons than you might think, I feel like Italo is is becoming a even more of an interesting person through his interviews. Some of the stuff he says is radical. Just about competition, about you like know, in a people. radical in a good way? Or just like whoa. Both. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you had just come out and started saying this some of the things that he says, you'd be like, bro, come on. But he, he already won a title. Mm-hmm. We know how good he is. And it's kind of this fun, like, rivalry, confidence thing. And obviously, he's ripping on these boards. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely worth the watch. Check that out. All right. We're right. going to try to get to our guest here. Skateboard news. Skate news. Skate news. Okay. Skate news, Skate news is Skate brought news. to you by Beneath Apparel BN3TH. Strap some on your junk. Whoa. Um, we have a guest. A new movie dropped yesterday, on Friday night. And this is, it's pretty insane um, in this part of skating. It's quad skating. It's quad you know, skating. what people would like refer to as roller skating. But it's a group of women, and it's the gnarliest skate edit I've seen in a long time. It's called uh, Fast Forward by Laszlo Party. and Lazo. excuse me. I'm calling one of the one of we're the gonna skaters. Get, in we're going to get the person that answers the phone is the one that he'll bomb. Attempting a call backwards. Nemo, we're calling Nemo in SF, and we hope she answers. I'm going to keep calling until she answers. What are you doing? Are you trying to calling? Face no, I'm calling on uh, Instagram. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't Why feel, would you call on Instagram? Did she give you her number? No, I didn't feel like I didn't wow. think like asking her for her phone number. Wow, was, you blew it. You're kind of blowing it because no one answers their Instagram right. call. All right. I'm just going to say, can I get your number? <laughs> oh, my God. You lined up a guest and you were going to call them on the Instagram telephone. Well, that's right. I was just trying to be cool. Like, I don't you don't even... have to give me your phone number. I'm some what? random like She's dude. popping back, dude. Oh. Straight away. Okay. We could get this guest going. Yes. This is going to be sweet. Oh, here we go. Boom. Okay. Calling. Okay, we're going to get a guest here. Okay. Finally. This is the way it Thanks, works. Thanks, Chris, for getting right. this awesome guest. Here we guest. go. I can't wait to hear about this reverse hill bomb. Okay. Hello. Hello and welcome. This is the Monday Mash. You got Chris and Todd here, and we're still blown away. We're in awe. We're shocked. We're hyped. Uh, Lazo Party's Fast Forward video completely... Caught us by surprise and blew our mind. Not me, dude. Oh, well, Todd, obviously. My my daughter is a full, she's way into quad skating, and she worships you guys. And it's, yeah. this was like, I was telling Chris, like, there's some pretty impactful, like, skate movies when we grew up, like, you know, like, Plan B's questionable video. Like, this is literally, I'm watching my daughter experience that video for her generation. And you guys fucking killed it. Yes, it's insane. This Thank is so this is much. Nemo. Nemo, help help us out with your last name so I don't sound like an idiot. Um, so it's the I guess the American pronunciation of it would be Debevoise. Nemo Debevoise. What? And then the other one's what Debevois? Yes, exactly. Oh, well, we you know we're international <laughs> yeah, we're, here. Yeah, we, yeah. Can, we can handle it. So Nemo, um, so this video literally just came out a couple days ago, um. Todd and I, we've had estrogen on the show, and as Todd just mentioned, his daughter's super into, you're calling it quad skating? It's called quad skating, Quad skating, all right. 
So we kind of knew that this scene was happening, but you tell us, how did it go from, you know, you guys rolling down the street, roller skating, to this, which is out of this world, I mean, something that a lot of us have Dude, never it's seen. Fucking gnarly. It's, like, it's the gnarliest. Fucking gnarly. So, I mean, I, so I started skating in the beginning of the pandemic, and I think that the majority of roller skaters kind of, it picked up really big in the beginning of the pandemic. I don't want to discredit uh, my fellow teammates, though, like Barbie, Michelle, and Carly have all been, like, intense street skating for a long time. Um, but I think with the pandemic and the lack of facilities and the lack of ability to get exercise, people really took to going outside and going to skate parks. And I originally was a street skater or a skate park skater. Um, but then I moved to San Francisco and with that, I just started skating with skateboarders all the time. I was dating a skateboarder, and I think a lot of it has to do with um, a tie to skate culture yeah. in general and our appreciation for it. But I just think that the gnarliness came from the pandemic and the people not having the ability to go go into places and get exercise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And ser- like like you said, shout out the whole team. This was a collective, and every single skater in this video brought something unique and just really cool to the table. And you know when when I saw, I guess I saw your hill bomb on like uh, girls who skate. You know, kind of more of like a a random, just uh, user generated type of thing. And I went down that wormhole. And found you and the crew and then eventually the video. So I have to ask you, how do you go from skating around the parks to skating around the streets to probably doing, in our estimation, one of the heaviest thing that's ever been done on wheels? Yeah. And like it was not. Backwards. Not smooth. <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> like, it, like the, the wobbles opening, yeah. were real. The opening hill bomb was heavy. And then the last hill bomb you did. I had to like pause it halfway through and take a couple deep breaths. But you tell us, like, how do you work your way up to do that? How did you, I mean, how do you like, I would never in a million years do this for a million dollars. And you made it look, I'm not going to say you made it look easy because it was so gnarly, but how do you, how do you get to the place to do something like that? So I've always been kind of like a, the adrenaline junkie of them all. Like, I'm always trying to get some kind of adrenaline rush. Um, I would say the entire time I've been skating, I've always really enjoyed doing like the big things. Like a lot of, like you said earlier about how everyone brings something to the table. I think that that's something that I always have brought to the table is doing the big things that no one wants to do just because it makes me feel really alive and that's what I love about it. But I think obviously I started off uh, when I got to San Francisco, you know, the hill bombing culture is so big. Mm -hmm. I just, I started off doing smaller hills and the, the push for more um, intensity and also just like 
always trying to one-up myself has gotten me to do that. And originally we got to the spot, like the first hill bomb um, in my part. We went to that spot and I jokingly looked over the the fence up there and at the hill and I was like, oh, that would be so funny if I did that. And Eric Bragg and Dave Huang and like Matt Fuchs who all were like doing photos and filming for the trip. They all kind of like laughed at me and they're just like, you're so stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one would oh, do that. Yeah. And, then, and then I think that's also something when someone tells me I'm not going to do something, I have no matter what it, it is in my life. If someone's like, you're not going to do that. It makes me want to do it. Even if I don't succeed, but yeah, that whole, I mean, I think Eric, he was at the bottom and like Sammy Baca was at the bottom spotting, but Eric was filming at the bottom and he didn't think that I was actually going to do it first try. That was first. So yeah, that was first <laughs> fucking try. <laughs> Dude. He wasn't filming until like halfway down the hill. Um, so that's why at the bottom, you only really see me coming out yelling shit. Right, right. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, no, I, it took me a few try, tries to 180 the stair set cause I was just so scared. And then once I got to the hill, I just, I don't even know. I, I don't know if you've ever seen that hill in real life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's my, my no wife, joke. my wife used to live on that hill and I, I was screaming for her. I'm like, come in to the living room, get in here. <laughs> and she sat down and we rewatched the video together and she was just telling me about that zone. And it's 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 heavy, and I and I, I want to ask. So is is it called fakie, or like what's the terminology for riding backwards? And is that something that you're just more comfortable with? Like why? Yeah, that's backwards? what my daughter said. She said it's like more. It's you can control it easier, right? Like going backwards. Like there's no fucking way you would go straight on down that thing. Yeah, I mean it, it's so it's called fakie, and I would say that the reason I'm more comfortable with it is one that specific hill was so big and so steep and i don't think it's been paid i don't even know when the last time they paved that hill Dude, it's like a dirt road it's so fucked up <laughs> yeah so it, it hasn't been paved for a long time there's like glass all over it the entire time i was going down the hill i was like having to do little tiny bunny hops over cracks that were just so big oh my god and when you go fakie, it definitely gives you more access to your brakes. And I basically wanted to prepare for the fact that I could, I was going through a really busy intersection. So if I needed to try to brake, I could do that. But I don't even think, because I was trying to slow myself down at points in it, and I couldn't even slow myself down. <laughs> uh, but also when you go, when I go fakie, it gives me the opportunity that if I am going to fall, I'm not going to fall on my face and like scorpion. I would much rather be able to turn really fast and hit my hip. Mm -hmm. Jeez. I hope I'm never in that position. Yeah, the, the, I mean, it's <laughs> I just growing up and like skating. We had um, there was a the guy that lived in Colorado for a little bit. He was from North Carolina, Brian Wainwright, and he was like, the he was a really good vert skater but he was also like the first person i ever saw on quad skates like fuck up a vert ramp and it was like 
I still like haven't gotten over that, and I'm just I'm so stoked to like see this happening again, you know. And it's like you guys are like running with this, and it's getting so much support from freaking Tony Hawk to like all these other skaters that like appreciate how gnarly it is, you know. And it's like it's inspiring this whole new generation of of kids. Yeah. It's, how did that crew come together? Because every it looks like Voltron. Everyone's got this unique look and set of skills, and it, it's like you couldn't – a script writer couldn't have come up with this cast of characters. How did you guys all meet? How did you get together to, to get this video done? Yeah, so I met Michelle, I want to say, in 2021, um, and she was kind of like the pioneer of Lazo along with Ed Moncada and some other people, but she was the one who called me up and was just like, do you want to be a part of something and, you know, be able to travel? And at this point, I was still mostly skating um, parks, but I had just, like, done the Dolores 10 stair, and she was just like, I feel like you do really well. And it's just... I don't know. It's just been like, like, for example, Barbie, she's been street skating for like, oh, I don't even know. Like, I want to say almost 10 years. Same with Carly. Um, long time. So those two were like, you know, they've also been kind of like the pioneers of the roller skating street scene. Um, and then I don't even, I wasn't, I kind of just showed up in Las Vegas, which was our first trip. And I was meeting a lot of the people on the team for the first time. And even though we'd been like following each other on Instagram, but I think it was just finding people that were dedicated to skating, finding people that loved street skating and finding the people that loved to just like be as buck and gnarly as possible. I think that's what were the the driving forces in the, process of selecting the people yeah hell yes well hey congrats again um i like i can't overstate just like you guys changed shit you really did yeah um (laughs) and now that this like is out in the world i i just see a, a a limitless future for you and for this crew and i think you got a you got you got a lot of people shook yeah and excited about roller skating with uh with with what you did in your part and with what the collective did as a team. And it's just rad too, because like, I think, I feel like, you know, there's Instagram clips, but like first for a parent of someone that's as into this as I was into skating when I was coming up, like just to have this so they can see it and see new tricks. Like it's, it's this video is going to fucking change kids. And I think that's like, you know, you guys should just like revel on that for a little bit because there's not too many, there's not too many people that can claim to this like. This is a moment. This is a moment. You like you're changing the direction of something, <laughs> which is fucking yeah, sick. Yeah, I mean, it feels really special to be a part of something that kind of feels like some of the first in the history, and also for the what it's going to do for the future. Like we're going. Uh, I leave in the end of May with all of my teammates. We're going to uh, Italy and Spain for another skate trip. So. Hell yes. There's a lot to look forward to. We have like a whole nother video that's hopefully going to come out in the next year or so. So I'm just, it feels really awesome to be a part of it. 
Well, uh, hey, before you go, the what's the craziest? What's the craziest repost you've seen of that hill bomb so far? Like uh, someone? Re- yeah. You mean where you guys saw it from? Yeah, yeah. I mean, besides um, us reposting. Yeah, it. like Who besides us. Like, what? What have you yeah. seen? Like the craziest? The craziest person has reposted it. Honestly, I think the funniest one to me. I don't know if you know the Instagram account called It's the Bay, mm-hmm. but it's like all these. It's kind of like in New York, we have a, a page where it just reposts crazy things happening around the city. And I don't know if you guys have seen that video of the guy that just was bombing a hill on SF and got absolutely smoked by the Prius. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> but <laughs> the, that Instagram account reposted the video, and I thought that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I could I, see like... Following I mean, it, yeah, we're, we're gonna see. I'm sure we'll see a lot more. It's gonna be everywhere in like the next three or four days. It's gonna be freaking everywhere. Well, Nemo, thank you so much for taking the time. And I would tell you, like, be careful, but I don't Fuck think that. that's good. <laughs> that's not gonna do anything. <laughs> All right, well, hey, we're huge fans over here. Can't wait to see what you guys do next. Congrats again. Thank you guys so much. You're welcome. Sure. See ya. That was rad. That might have been our best guest ever. That was fucking rad, Nemo. If you haven't seen it. Um, please, you can go to my Instagram account or Chris's Instagram account or this Monday account, Mass's Instagram we're account. We're putting it everywhere. But it is the gnarliest reverse hill bomb. Everything in the video is so gnarly. And to, and they, the slams, the slams, are the hectic. slams are like brutal. So you've got. Let me just let, let, yeah, give, let me give, me give some credit here. We've got. Uh, Estrogen, who we love, we've known her for a long time. We got Barbie, Arga, Arganaras, Nemo, who we just talked to, Carly Craig, Allison Tong, Taryn T. Sachs, Frank, Sylvia. This team has some hard to pronounce names, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Uh, Camboritis, Cambor, uh, Megan Schaefer, Ivy Wool, Danny Danita. Maldonado Acevedo and Luz Allen. It was directed by Eric Bragg and edited by Shrimp Daddy. I already messaged Eric Bragg. This guy, this this guy's the limit. And I said, dude, Nailed thank it. you. This yeah. is insane. Um, so if you haven't seen it yet, you gotta watch it. Watch it at least twice to really let it soak in. Uh, whew, coming a- down. I'm, I feel adrenaline after talking to. There you go. It was that was cool. Anyway, so X Games was also going on this weekend. X so what? you've got what? Um, oh wait, what? You've got the gnarliest shit happening ever on YouTube with this Loza skate video, and then you've got other skateboarding happening, mm-hmm. which was nice. There was great skateboarding at X Games. That's what I will say. X Games skaters performed at a very high level, and I think it was a pretty clean production. Um, there wasn't a lot of extra shit happening like x games snow mm-hmm. it was more skate stripped down yeah which i liked and i have results you want another result? yeah I'll, I'll, so men's vert comp uh eddie frenchy damastoy one coming out of france tom Shar, the return of tom Shar, who was on one um he's been on alley tail grab Backside disasters at lightning speed, and Jimmy Wilkins rounding out the top three, which is weird it's to weird see Jimmy to see Wilkins in third. in third place. But it's awesome to see Vert back yeah, in the back, spotlight. Dude. Okay, sure. so Men's Street probably the one of the crazy, like a basically a baby one. Men's thirteen Street. year old, thirteen year old, Jinwoo, Jinwoo, Jinwoo from Japan, thirteen year old. Um, 
Dude. You 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 know who Jin Woo is. Little kid, high socks, tight kind of pants. Kind of like sock pants. Like a, a kid going to soccer practice. And look, that's the kid's outfit. Whatever. At what this point, do, you, so at what point do socks become pants? I feel like this kid is so gnarly that he can wear anything he wants. And and there was some critique on the commentary, which was more geared towards the kid's socks than some of the tricks, like a double flip front board down a, what is it, a 15 stair? Mm-hmm. Rail, Casual, double. Just think about that. Casual, a double flip front board down switch, a fifteen stair rail. Switch heel front board, uh, kick flip front blunt, kick flip out. This shit was uh, crazy. There was like the fuck. What was the what was the last rail trick? It was like it's like a two oh, it was two seventy to to fucking late shove off of the. I can't yeah. remember what the fuck happened. It was it was, but there was no mistakes. Feet feet were in the right spots the entire time. Unbelievable skating. Yeah. Um, also, big shout out to Jamie Foy, who put on an absolute destructor yep. demo. Calvin Hoffler did Hoffler things. Um, Braden Hoban from Encinitas, just knocked off the podium by Jamie Foy. That was fun to watch. I like the course. Again, pretty, there was cool elements, like Japanese style things on the course, mm-hmm. but it wasn't overboard. Yeah. It was sweet. Uh, Women's Street, Raisa, of course. No one's going to beat her for a long time. Mama G was amazing. And a newcomer, Akana Rizu. So again, for the women, hey, look, Japan, yeah, is kind of like dominating um, skate and snow. Well, last like, we were straight up, like we were talking about, wise. yeah, when we were talking about X Games Street, we were saying like the men or Street League. It was like, oh, the same dudes. They've been all doing it for a decade. None of these names going to switch. So it's awesome to see Jin Woo, a new, mm-hmm. uh, a new. Not a new face because it's been around for 13 a minute, but, years yeah. old. So other happenings, uh, Women's Park, Haraki, Kakona, Ruby Lily, Fuji, Yurin. So some new names there. Um, all Japanese skaters. Japanese female skaters own park skating. And then Keegan Palmer returns to form yep. again in Japan. Last time he won something in Japan was a gold medal. Yes. And he won again. Um, Corey Juno. Gavinbacher. Flawless. Top Flawless. Three. Top three dudes were I great. thought Corey probably should have won, but... Well, if you're rewarding style. Yeah, I mean, I reward style. But I, I thought the whole thing was nice and clean. I was kind of... There was there was a, a point where there was about six skaters in a row and taking nothing away from how good they are, but they all just looked exactly the same, pretty much the same tricks. Nose grab 540. And it was like... Body jar, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but then when you see... Corey Juno roll in, even Sorgente, you know, other skaters, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, that's what I like. Uh, it was it was awesome to see. Um, you had uh, Kyle Walker in there. Ashad was in there. Yeah, there were some there were some people that you yeah. wouldn't normally see, which I think is a great effort by them to kind of to bridge the gap. Um, I don't know if the X Games people got the memo. I, obviously, they did get a memo because it was. Very tasteful, mm-hmm. and it was it was and it was entertaining. Uh, some of um, what? Oh, uh, that's that's kind of all I can think of. It, um, was, it was great. I, I liked it. I liked it. Let's talk about let's talk about Omar Hassan. Oh my god! And his uh, thirty years and still grinding Dude. the Omar Hassan documentary. So I'm 46. Dude, we want to we want to talk about people who who have been <laughs> slamming 
harder than you can possibly imagine right. for 30 years. Yeah. So I, I equate it like this. I'm 36, and I'm still skating at a very minimal level. I'm putting in Omar, effort, but I'm like Omar not has skating, never skating. put an effort into getting his arms down before he hits his face. Omar is so gnarly, and I think he was for the longest time. He's just kind of right there in the center, like since he wasn't a vert guy or street. Well, guy he was like when he guy. when he I mean, first came up with Blockhead, and he was like Chrome Domes. Like he was like part of this crew that came out of like I think it was like Huntington or Long Beach or something like that. He's a Newport whatever guy. So. You know, there was that phase of Omar Hassan, and then there was like the you know the mini ramp phase where Omar was like there was this is at a time when like Plan B is coming up, Danny Way is coming yeah. up, H Street, the end of the H Street uh, era, and you just kind of get lost. But then you know Kelly Belmar's pool gets made up north, and all of a sudden Omar cement is parks. you know cement parks, yeah. and that's when Omar starts to like really shine. Like he fucked up Kelly Belmar's pool. I mean, and he's you know. For years and years and years, and then and then he's you know he's landed on his face a lot. I've seen Omar slam on his face probably five times in real life, no hands down. I've seen him spit and teeth. get right back up. Well, sometimes, <laughs> most of the time, I've seen him spit his front teeth into his hand. Oh, he had one of the worst slams ever at the downtown showdown where he got scalped. Yeah, he's not afraid. And I just, I really, I think it's so rad. The best part about it is that through all the changes in skateboarding, he never changed his style. He never changed what he liked to skate. Uh, you know, he he has his tricks, like his signature tricks. They call his uh, heel flip indie. The front side air, the heel flip front side air that yeah. he throws at his feet. Front side. That's air, the one yeah, I've that's seen. That's his money grab. Literally, that is the trick I've yeah. seen him knock his fucking teeth out like multiple times. And that's a trick that's probably earned Omar Hassan. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in best trick Madonna's, events, he's got should. frontside 50-50 to lip slide. He's got lip slide roll-ins. Don't take it from us. Yeah. take Watch watch this. It's on Thrasher Magazine. It's worth 30 it. 30 years and still grinding. He's still ripping. You can't argue that Omar Hassan isn't one of the gnarliest, and he takes it to the pain yeah. to get the job done, and anyone can appreciate that. Well, yeah, and, and to hear his name mentioned alongside, you know, Cardiel and the best of the best all-terrain vehicle skaters is totally warranted. Omar Hassan... Rules, and speaking of ruling, uh, I'm in on the skate across America with Chad Caruso. I watch it with my kids. How's his feet? His feet are fucked. Uh, but the one of the worst things that happened, um, you know, he's he he said the things he was a scared he was scared of, like getting chased by dogs, um, cars, and all that. That's yeah. all. You know, he's totally fine with all that. He so the other day he was skating somewhere on day fifty something. And a bug flew in his ear. A what? And it went super deep into his ear, and he felt it buzzing in his oh ear. Oh my god! So he dude. skated with a fly buzz or a, a bug buzzing in his brain, and went to the the ready care, and they went in and they filmed this. It was a butterfly, like a full sized butterfly. How big are this motherfucker's ears, ear. dude? I can you imagine? Yeah, but like all the shit you got to worry about. I'm just wondering the how butterfly how big ear. does an ear canal have to be? He's got normal to let a butterfly. Ears. Are, are you certain? You ever seen a butterfly up close? Nemo would probably just like eat that butterfly. Fucking hey, dude! Butterfly uh, kisses in yeah, your, so on your brain. If you didn't know, Chad Caruso right now is on day 52 of his cross country skate to raise awareness for mental health and addiction. Uh, he's got merch out now. 
Um, if you're not following him, you should. It's really cool. It's send, like, him, send him some fucking new skin. Send him his, some band-aids. Because his feet ears. are just fucked. Uh, snow news. Snow Ooh, news this is, is brought this is some to crazy. you by Botchons. This is, this uh, we've is got some. We have some drama. Let's news. start. Let's start. Where do you want to start? High or low? Let's start with. Uh, this is fucked. Olympic up. snowboarder Trevor Jacob. Trevor Jacob. Um, Trevor Jacob was an up and coming uh, snowboarder. He he used to ride for Form. He's part of the Form Youngbloods crew. So freestyle and racing and all that. No, this is more like in the beginning. It was okay. more slope style. He could do everything. This is a really talented kid. He did not have that little thing in the back of your head that says don't. He would always go. Say your famous quote. What? About landings. No. That, that costs it's money. On, uh, it's on But Instagram. he cared about landings. He usually made the landings. Okay. At any rate, um, then he went on to, because of that little thing being missing in his head, he went on to do great things in snowboard cross because you have to have a bit of a screw loose a to, to be an ultimate snowboard cross warrior. And okay. Trevor Jacob was that. Went to the Olympics for snowboard cross. So... A couple years ago, well, but from there, then he became an early okay, like, yeah. YouTuber. Then he became he, yeah, guy. a YouTuber. Yeah. He's uh, he's hopped trains across the country. He has been part of Travis Pastrana's Nitro Circus crew, um, doing all kinds of crazy stunts. With them. He's just not scared. Stuff. Like yeah. Homeboy is living life on the razor's edge. He has been for a long time, but he has a huge YouTube following. And I don't know if you've heard about this, but if you have, then you'll be familiar with the fact that he bailed out of an airplane a couple years ago, pretended he had engine trouble, and bailed out with a GoPro on the plane, a GoPro on him, and the plane crashed. And, and, he, was, and he was wearing a parachute. He's wearing a parachute. So when that had happened... A lot of people were really skeptical, especially people from uh, the FAA and also, pe- and also <laughs> people, people that actually matter. Yeah, the, the, like and also people pets. that were like professional pilots saying that he did this, this and this. And there's no way that if your plane was, do- was dropping, you wouldn't, you know, this throttle and this whatever. Uh, plane shit. Planes become gliders. I, he did. I think. He did all kinds of plane shit that says your plane isn't falling out of the sky. OK, well, fast forward to now. He ghost rode the whip. Well. You don't ghost ghost ride an airplane into the ground because that is a big no-no with the FAA. It's called reckless endangerment, felony reckless endangerment, and it carries a uh, giant fine and a price tag of 20 years in prison. Potentially. Potentially. He pleaded guilty to basically... He went back to the crash site and did something to no, make No, he it. like he hired a helicopter to heli the plane out and then oh, they, said yeah. and then said he didn't know where the plane was oh, and then tried that's to dis- bad. then he tried to dispose of the plane piece, I'm trying to, I'm piece trying by piece. Him. I'm trying to defend This is him all public. Seems like a pretty cool guy. This like the fucked up thing is is like I know Trevor. He's nice. Like right? I know him. He's, he's, got, a big he's heart. got a screw loose. He's got a huge heart, but he's like I don't know, it's like weird because like you know these kids coming up and you know they're talented, and you know the reason they're talented is because they are like their governor is freaking has a golf tee he stuck just, in it. He took it a little too far. A little too far. And he, I hope he doesn't go to jail, though. It's not jail, dude. It's fucking prison. There is well, a difference between go going to, to jail and going to prison. Like it was stupid, and it was probably the worst case clout chase thing ever. Mm-hmm. But. Pretty pretty gnarly, and I, I I feel like 
you don't need to necessarily make an example of him because no one else is going to do this. Well, maybe I'm giving humanity too much credit. You're giving I just way don't too much think credit. anyone else is going to do this. And I think he knows he messed up. Uh, I At hope he rate. doesn't go to prison for it. It's just, it's fucked. He, like uh, the, the courts will figure out what's going to happen, but it is fucked up. It's a fucked up situation. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Let's more up, news. uplifting news. Scotty James. Listen, Scotty James, our favorite half pipe, technical half pipe rider, probably the best technical half pipe rider of all time. And, a, and an absolute sweetheart. He is an absolute sweetheart coming out of Australia, married his fiance. Uh, Chloe Stroll. Chloe Stroll, heiress to the F1, $2 billion F1 fortune. No. Scotty? Aston Martin. Whatever. Brother of Lance Stroll. Fuck it up. That's advice from Todd Richards. $2 billion. He doesn't care about that. She will buy you. She will sell you. Don't fuck it up, Scotty. Don't fuck it up. You better wear those good luck red mittens in bed. Don't fuck it up, Scotty. Um, so Scotty James married Chloe Stroll. If you're more familiar with F1 than you are with snowboarding, Chloe Stroll is brother of Lance Stroll, who is an up-and-coming F1 driver for Team Aston Martin. The dad, dad, the dad owns the team. Yeah, their dad, Lawrence Stroll. They're Canadian, right? I don't fucking know. Yeah, Canadian family, I believe. Uh, he's one of the richest dudes in Canada. Um, so at the wedding, big... Big, big wedding, big party. Danny Ricardo was there. A uh, bunch of F one racers. Were not there. a lot. Not a lot cool. of. Not a lot of snowboarders. I take it you are a little butt hurt. You didn't. Get no, you Todd. just you just want to. Uh, you know, you want to see what happens when you in, when you invite a bunch of snowboarders to a giant wedding in <laughs> Italy. That's that's what I'm here for. Well, maybe he's gonna have another party for his snowboarder like a, 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 gr- a grubby one but anyways congratulations you guys yeah that's awesome that's pretty awesome um, i i think you know like i think scotty and his new bride are gonna be very happy and other um can i get a pass to f1 las vegas scotty no plus ones <laughs> uh and other snowboarding news um, something happened to mammoth <laughs> yeah red bull just wrapped up their big red bull shoot i'm sure there'll be an edit dropping pretty soon uh they took over the whole uh, chair four park area there and you know it, all the who's who's were there that all ride for Red Bull and it looks like that's the best part of the mountain to be on and you can't go there and ride it who I can't no but there was like a snake a snake run that looked insane that was into a couple tabletops I hope people can go over there and ride I want to go in there and ride it looks like some of the funnest shit ever well so I mean Mammoth is you can go Mammoth's gonna be open till next year and our buddy, friend, Joel Muzzy over here, mm. uh, was just there last weekend, yeah, and they, he said they, he had a ball. They canned the mountain. got super sunburned. Canned the mountain bike program. It's not going to happen because they just can't. There's just no way to move the snow for the mountain bike trail. So I think they're just going to try to stay open with snowboarding all year to next season. Blake, Blake Wall just messaged, turn up the volume on YouTube. Whatever, Blake. We're trying. You turn up the man, volume. Man, we don't know how to do a podcast. It's only no. been. It was. You it's guys not... are acting like we care. <laughs> this is not for you. <laughs> this, this is for us. This is for us. This is the only way Todd and I can hang out. Mm-hmm. Is if we're getting paid. Yeah. Just trying to get out of the house, bro. Uh, this is like our poker night. Um, All right, nerd news. I don't have any other snowboard news. It's like I'm fucking sick of snowboarding. 
Seriously. You were so hyped on snowboarding. I was. I'm last week. I'm still hyped on it, but it's like you say you're sick of it. Oh, in general, and just kind of like it's. How long you been snowboarding? A long time. Like thirty years. Three hundred years. Three hundred twenty years. Three hundred since you went to the premiere of. Allison, what, Wizard what, of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. In 1924. At any rate, um, there's, you know, snowboard camps are starting this summer. Um, if you're going to the adult camp at Woodward at Copper Ooh, over adult Memorial Day. What's that like? If you're going to the adult camp at Woodward at Copper over Memorial Is Day, it I will be there. Yes, adult. You have to be 18. Singles? Nerd News! <laughs> What's it like? Is I want, brought to you we'll by talk about that later. New Greens. New Greens. It's all about keeping you healthy. Chris hasn't been sick since 86. Um, you know, it's sick, apparently, according to Todd Richards, who called me pretty late at night, like 10 at night, uh, screaming into the phone about how awesome the new Zelda is. Oh, fucking Zelda's cool. I don't... It's just like... It's one of those... How do you like my hair? I like it Are a you lot. guys down? Um, I'm having a poll. Should I fucking cut my hair before next year? Oh, my God. Look at this shit, dude. Look at it. You interrupted Zelda talk for haircut talk? I was thinking about, well, we're going to have bangs talk. You guys think I should just cut bangs? I think you should just go full AFI, devil lock, Danzig emo style. Dude, my hair. Do a, do a hawk flop. Do a one-sided hawk flop. How? Is that emo? Wait. Wait. How is your skin and teeth and everything else so nice and your hair is like a, like straw, a fucking wet nest? straw? It's, like, it's salty, dude. I, I mean. Anyways, uh, back to Zelda talk. If you are, hey, my I, I know that you have actually, you have a Nintendo. My hair's better. You than have Todd's. a Nintendo Switch, right? Uh, somewhere you have one. Oh, my kids That's might have probably kid. lost it. Anyways, apparently the new Zelda game dropped, and like Zelda's, I guess you can get lost in that for like. Oh, 90 it's an hours. open world. Yeah. So, but you can do everything in it, and there's already people like everything, crucifying people in it. Um, do you know you do who everything. the uh, sixty second man is? The guy at Barstool Sports. No, what does he do? I like I like this dude. So he go he comes on. He yells into the the camera. He's like, for sixty today, seconds. Zelda just dropped today. So he told us the story about this guy who beat the new Zelda in like ninety minutes or something, all the way through the new one, the brand new one. And then he was saying how that's stupid because this is such a beautiful game. You should be. Oh yeah. oh, speedrunners. Right. Those dudes. Well, they just get a game and they fucking yeah. they just rock through it. Like, what's the point? To be the it's first kinda like one. A, it's kind of like you're like the hot dog eater of video games. Yeah. Um, Todd, do you want to hear something nerdy? How many hot dogs can you eat, Chris? I got a new band going. What's your name of your band? Uh, it's called Sunbender. Really? And the hardest... Best uh, you could do. The, dude, the hardest part of, of, of forming a band is not writing great songs. That's what, easy. What is, it's coming up with a name. What does Sunbender you mean? You want to hear it? Yep. This is like a live demo kind of version. Is it kind of like a Chug Chug band? Um, no, we, we kind of fluctuate all over the place. Who sings? Brandon Parker and I sing together right here. So what this is kind of is like cut you up version two. It's I would say it's a little more. Uh, you know what bands? Funky. Okay, funky cut you up. Funky cut you up. We you know got, uh, Frank Dixon on drums, myself and Brandon. It's gonna be a three piece for now. It's weird it's though, fun. like when bands have 
like this the members right like the founding members and they do a new band and it sounds the same right well it doesn't it, this sound to me it and that's just one i think of the funky songs cut you up is better than sunbender <laughs> don't we, what is sunbender we, what is any band name I, every band name did you, you come up with i had a taken. really good one this weekend what it was like that when i found it what kind of that's a hardcore band no, it's not. It could be any band. Well, it's you the word band. It's like that when I found it, bro. Um, you ready for questions? Go. Okay. Questions are brought to you by who? Uh, by diecutstickers.com. Diecutstickers.com. You got one right there. Uh, here's the first question. This is actually by the guitar player and singer of Sunbender, Cut You Up, Yovi, etc. Last question. <clears throat> what happens when half of the team after the field gets cut from the championship tour and they go down to the challenger tour does that just overflow the challenger uh tour or do they cut half of the challengers too thank you brandon parkers uh basically the guys and girls on the championship tour regardless of where they're positioned i think they take precedent and then you've got qualifiers from last year's challenger series as well, so that that's why it is extremely hard to get a spot in the Challenger Series events. Who does the numbers though? That sounds like a horrible job. It's 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 not easy. So many calculators. It's nar. It's nar. What else you got? Sunbender. Um, what else we got here? Uh, that's not it. I'm glad you're organized. Um, a little organized. It's Hunter S. Thompson's birthday today. May 15th, 1936, he was born. I believe, it wasn't Tony Hawk's birthday the other day, too? Happy Tony belated. Hawk's birthday. It was it's a lot of people being born. Um, no, that's not, that's not a so question. You know I mean? Here There's we go. Okay. Uh, Albert Hurtado said, tips to catch a set wave at Stone uh, D Street when, you, when all the boys are out there. So tips to catch a set wave at D Street, which is a local beach break here, when all the boys are out. Uh, a big smile. You know, uh, uh, casual working into the order, into the line. Uh, a stop and chat isn't, isn't going to hurt you. You know, chat chat to the lineup, casual. Just keep everything casual and low-key. Eventually, you're going to work into the flow. And once you work into the flow, boom, you're catching set waves. I think it's easier if you go out there and you pretend you're insane. Or that. There's definitely been people that have paddled out near me on good days that you can tell something is just off and they're talking to themselves and they're yelling at themselves. You don't want to be near that That's a great point. So if you just pretend you're insane, no one's going to want to be near you. Yeah. That's, he's smart. Um, DJ says, Chris and Todd, how do you navigate North County when summer crowds roll in, such as family trips, nights out in the town? Driving to the airport, etc. I don't. You stay home. I stay at home. I stay at home usually, but like, you just know that once the Del Mar Fair starts, I five is fucked. Right. At, on Fridays, get an like, e bike. You can't take an e bike to the airport. <laughs> A pedal electric? Yeah, you could. You lock it up right in front. Really? I mean, you could. I challenge you to ride an e-bike to the airport. Well, I'm just saying, this is a, the question is around town. Dude, okay, so this brings me you to... You got to leave five minutes to ten minutes early for everything. This brings me to a crazy... Okay, so e-bike to the airport. How would you get there? Fucking highway, obviously. Fast, yeah. Fastest route. In Colorado last week, 
there was this video that popped up on I I twenty five is the road that goes from Colorado Springs up to Fort Collins, Kay. like through Colorado. Pouring rainstorm. Yeah. Some guy is filming out the window of his car, and there's two people on a fucking bird scooter in the middle of the highway in the pouring rain, riding down the center line. A rented on, bird? On the fucking freeway, dude. On the freeway? Yes. In, not just on the shoulder, like one over from like where you would exit. Like They're in traffic on Was a bird. Was somebody filming them? Yes. No, no like their you, friend. No. They were doing this for fun. This is, this or is, they were doing it for transport. This is crack. Crack will make you do crazy things. Hana Lee, if you had a guest role on a Disney Plus Star Wars or Marvel show, which would it be and what kind of character would you play? Ooh. I, do you want me to go? Yep. I know you're taking a real deep think on this one. Go. I think you can't get better as far as guest roles than something in the Star Wars universe Probably Mandalorian because it's kind of silly, you know. It's not super intense. Uh, I actually, be, I take that back. I want to be a bad guy on Guardians of the Galaxy. I want to be like shot a, by Star Lord. Like a creature. You want to be a creature? Yeah, I get like all that makeup. You have to sit in a makeup chair for like four hours, and then you're just like you get like a big snout. I would, yeah, I would want to be like a weird looking alien in a gun battle with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Okay, that's cool too. Yeah, I'd like the what's his name? Do you like Do you like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies? I love the Guardians. I think they're pretty good. My family pretty good hates them. What's wrong? I think they're great. I think they're funny. I think Drax is the funniest thing ever. Oh my gosh! How could you not love Groot? Dave Bautista. What do they have against Groot? I don't know. Maybe they don't like plants, dude. Danny Caputo, what's up, buddy? Not really a question, but doesn't it look like X Games heard Todd's rant? The skate BMX world doesn't look like it's getting punched in the dick by influencers quite as hard. I Almost watchable. There was definitely point, a lack of influencers. <laughs> There's a no influencer mm-hmm. zone around X Games now, and I think that's great. Good. Um, the skateboarders and the BMXers are the influencers. That's who we want to be influenced by. Okay? We want to be influenced to skate and BMX. Better. It was also in Japan, and the budgetary cuts are probably very prohibitive of getting. X Games there. was great. Did you see any of the Flatland BMX? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh my, dude, that was pretty cool. I mean, that very, was like that very was cool. There was a couple of guys in my high school that like that's what they did. That was my we, nickname in high school. What? Flatland it, BMX. Oh. Anyway, it's cool. Do we have any more questions? It's the world's longest episode. No. All right. Well, that does it for us. Thank you, Nemo. Yeah, Nemo, thank you for thank joining you us. for listening. Um, Sorry if it was quiet on YouTube. I, we, all right, we, quiet. We're just, it's ASMR. Listen ASMR. to the podcast if you want to find out what the hell we're talking about. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace.